This is C-SPAN's The Weekly, the language of 9-11, remembering 9-11 and the immediate days after, in words. You'll go day by day, marking a full week after September 11th, 2001, to hear what our country's leaders said in the aftermath of the terror attacks on America. Some of the words are iconic. You'll recognize the history. Others may be long forgotten or seem more in the moment. But all these speeches, press conferences, and even impromptu remarks both big and small moments, live forever in the C-SPAN video library. For now, we start on that infamous day itself, September 11th, 2001. President George W. Bush addressed the nation from the Oval Office hours after that day's terror attack by hijacked airliners on the World Trade Center and the Pentagon. Good evening. Today, our fellow citizens, our way of life, our very freedom came under attack in a series of deliberate and deadly terrorist acts. The victims were in airplanes or in their offices, secretaries, businessmen and women, military and federal workers, moms and dads, friends and neighbors. Thousands of lives were suddenly ended by evil, despicable acts of terror. The pictures of airplanes flying into buildings fires burning, huge huge structures collapsing, have filled us with disbelief, terrible sadness, and a quiet, unyielding anger. These acts of mass murder were intended to frighten our nation into chaos and retreat. But they have failed. Our country is strong. A great people has been moved to defend a great nation. Terrorist attacks can shake the foundations of our biggest buildings, but they cannot touch the foundation of America. These acts shatter steel, but they cannot dent the steel of American resolve. The next day, Congress passed a resolution condemning the terrorists who planned and carried out the September 11th attacks against the United States. Joe Biden, he was a Democratic leader on the Senate Foreign Relations Committee at the time, spoke on the Senate floor in support of the resolution. Here's future President Joe Biden on September 12th, 2001. In New York, the city that never sleeps, it has worked around the clock in search of survivors, and they will find some. Around the nation, citizens of every age, every race, every religion, grieve for their fellow citizens and stand united. They stand united in support of our nation, which has endured over two centuries against all enemies, foreign and domestic. They stand united in a readiness to answer the call of their fellow neighbors, as Senator Clinton and Senator Schumer pointed out, as they lined the blocks in New York City to give blood. I would be dumbfounded if in those lines you did not see black faces, Asian faces, Hispanic, Caucasian, every race, every religion standing in that line. And they stand united in support 
of the President of the United States, as do all of us here in the United States Senate. There will be much to say in the days ahead about the appropriate responses to these heinous acts. But for now, let me just say this. This is not a struggle about ideology. This is not a struggle over religion. This is a struggle between civilization and barbarity. It's now September 13th, 2001. Ari Fleischer, President Bush's press secretary at the White House, he spoke to reporters about the president's and government's responses to the attacks two days earlier. Uh, The president today has made a series of phone calls to world leaders. He has spoken to Prime Minister Koizumi of Japan, Prime Minister Berlusconi of Italy, Lord Robertson of NATO, Crown Prince Abdullah of Saudi Arabia, and Egyptian President Mubarak. Uh, As you know, earlier today he spoke with Mayor Giuliani and Governor Pataki to express his concerns about events up in New York and inform them, of course, that he will be going there tomorrow. Uh, The president also visited a local hospital today. I'm going to have a little bit more to say about that shortly. Um, And beginning in just a few minutes, the president will meet with members of Congress from the Virginia area and the New York area to talk about the ongoing efforts of the federal government to be of assistance to the families and to the victims. Tomorrow will be a national day of prayer and remembrance. The president will attend a church service here at the National Cathedral in Washington, D.C. And the president is asking all Americans at their lunch hours to go and attend a church, a synagogue, a mosque, a place of their own choosing for worship, to say a prayer in assistance to the families and the victims of this horrible incident. Now, September 14th, 2001, several memorable moments from that day. In New York City, President Bush visited the site where the World Trade Center stood three days earlier, ground zero for the terror attacks. President Bush put an arm around a leader of the New York City Fire Department. He grabbed a bullhorn. Thank you all. Go get him, George! I, uh, I want you all to know it can't go any louder. <laughs> I want you all to know that America today, America today is on bended knee in prayer for the people whose lives were lost here, for the workers who work here, for the families who mourn. This nation stands with the good people of New York City and New Jersey and Connecticut as we mourn the loss of thousands of our citizens. I can hear you! I can hear you, the rest of the world hears you, and the people... And the people who knock these buildings down will hear all of us soon.
Also on September 14th, a national prayer service at the National Cathedral in Washington, D.C. President Bush mentioned prayer when he visited Ground Zero. And at the White House the day before, Press Secretary Ari Fleischer said President Bush would attend the service. And on September 14th, Bush was there. He addressed the prayer service. So did Reverend Nathan Baxter. Let us also pray for divine wisdom as our leaders consider the necessary actions for national security. Wisdom of the grace of God that as we act, we not become the evil we deplore. Representative Barbara Lee, a Democrat from California, cited those words from Reverend Baxter during a floor speech in the House. That was also on September 14th. Barbara Lee was the only member of Congress who voted against authorizing military force in Afghanistan. Now, I have agonized over this vote, but I came to grips with it today, and I came to grips with opposing this resolution during the very painful, yet very beautiful memorial service. As a member of the clergy so eloquently said, as we act, let us not become the evil that we deplore. We go to September 15, 2001. The two U.S. senators from New York addressed the nation. Hillary Clinton and Chuck Schumer gave the Democratic response to President Bush's radio address. Here, from that day, September 15th, is Senator Schumer followed by Senator Clinton. If we stand together united, strong and resolute, her son and the thousands of Americans who died with him will not have died in vain. This event will never leave us the same. Not as individuals, not as New Yorkers, not as Americans, and not as residents of the planet Earth. But we can learn from it as we grieve. We can meet the challenge and rise to the next level of civilization. I'm confident we will. God bless you all, and God bless America. Chuck Schumer and I are deeply grateful to all Americans for the outpouring of support for New York and our hour of need. We also want to thank President Bush, Governor Pataki, and Mayor Giuliani for their leadership and resolve. We appreciate everything our colleagues in the Congress have done to ensure that we have the resources we need to search, rescue, recovery, and rebuild. When terrorists struck the World Trade Center in the Pentagon, it was not simply an attack on our military and New York. It was an attack on America and our values. And we will show the world that though buildings can crumble and innocent people sacrifice their lives, America and New York remain strong, our democracy is intact, and our faith in God and in each other secure. Now, September 16, 2001, a Sunday, Defense Secretary Donald Rumsfeld, who just appeared on a talk show, spoke to reporters about the terror attacks in New York and the Pentagon. Mr. Secretary, do you think, sir, that the military campaign by itself will be enough? And do you think the battle, as you said, will be, be go beyond Afghanistan? A- absolutely not. It is not a, a, uh, a war that, that a military campaign uh, deals with. It is a broad-based, sustained, we're talking about years, not weeks or days. Uh, and, and there are not armies, navies, and air forces to go after. Uh, it is a, a set of problems that are distinctive, uh, 
Paul Bremer over here has chaired a commission on the subject and is a, an expert on the subject. And, and uh, as he knows well, this is, this is not something that, that you, you organize your military and go out and they have no battleships. They have no aircraft carriers. Uh, these are people who operate in the shadows, and we have to deal with them in the shadows. Finally, it's the last day in our special look back at the language of 9-11, day by day. We end with September 17, 2001. It's a week after the al-Qaeda terror attacks. President Bush visited the Islamic Center in Washington, D.C. He was surrounded by Muslim leaders when he spoke to the press. The face of terror is not the true faith of Islam. That's not what Islam is all about. Islam is peace. These terrorists don't represent peace. They represent evil and war. When we think of Islam, we think of a faith that brings comfort to a billion people around the world. Billions of people find comfort and solace and peace. And that's made brothers and sisters out of every race, out of every race. America counts millions of Muslims amongst our citizens. And Muslims make an incredibly valuable contribution to our country. Muslims are doctors, lawyers, law professors, members of the military, entrepreneurs, shopkeepers, moms and dads, and they need to be treated with respect. In our anger and emotion, our fellow Americans must treat each other with respect. Women who cover their heads in this country must feel comfortable going outside their homes. Moms who wear cover must not be intimidated in America. That's not the America I know. That's not the America I value. And a bonus postscript to this look back 20 years ago to 9-11. Joe Biden gave a speech to the Council on Foreign Relations, October 22, 2001. Check out what he said about looking ahead 20 years. On September 11th, the world changed. It changed utterly, as William Butler Yeats said in a different context. But it did not change our way of life. It will not change our way of life. I truly believe you'll be funding young scholars here at the council 20 years from now when they mark September 11th as the day that began the end of the ability of international transnational terrorist groups to be able to operate with impunity, not the end of America's way of life. I believe it's the beginning of the end for that evil, not the beginning of the end of our way of life. Out of our dark grief, our nation is newly united. And abroad, we have opportunities that did not exist even three months ago. As my mother says, out of every tragedy, Joey, if you look hard enough, something good will come. Or in the words of another great Irish poet beyond my mother, Seamus Haney, in his poem, The Cure of Troy, there's a stanza that says, History says, don't hope on this side of the grave. But then, once in a lifetime, that longed-for tidal wave of justice will rise up and hope 
and history rhyme. I truly believe, notwithstanding the incredible difficulty we faced to do even half the things I mentioned here, that we're on the verge, if we do it right, of making hope and history rhyme. But we cannot squander this opportunity. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Weekly, The Language of 9-11. A reminder that all these historic moments you've been hearing are available right now in C-SPAN's video library for free and without registration. You can search other programs related to 9-11 or search for anything else you'd like. Just go to cspan.org. Discover your own memories of American politics and history. Go to cspan.org now. Happy searching.